You're listening to the Husker Online Show, your authority on Nebraska athletics. Honestly, Sean, our wheels started turning on it the minute they stopped our spring practice. In fact, that day, we kind of disagreed with the, not that we know everything, but just for our players' safety, we kind of disagreed with the MO of what was going on. Uh, if you think about it, shutting down schools was probably necessary. I'm not going to argue with that. But once you did that, the consequence was a mass migration of young people all across the country. And so we just saw it and through the lens of our little tiny football team. But having all these guys get on planes and fly to different parts of the country, you know, if any of our kids would have had it before they left, they're spreading it to everybody on the plane and everybody back in their community. So as we were thinking about that, we naturally thought about when these kids come back, the same thing's gonna happen in reverse. And that's that's when we really started thinking about where are our kids the safest, not as a whole, but individually. How do we help facilitate that? And that's why our focus was on the kids first and just as importantly on our community to make sure as these kids were returning that Lincoln was safe and it wasn't our kids bringing it back to the community. And welcome here to this edition of the Husker Online Show. Sean Callahan, Robin Washett, and A. Klaus. And that was head coach Scott Frost for the first time since March 9th as far as uh, doing a media interview. I had a chance to sit down uh, with Coach Frost along with the Lincoln Journal Star on Friday and um, just kind of gave his thoughts on everything that's happening um, with the coronavirus in, in the last 75 days. And as we know, a lot more has happened um, really since Friday uh, around the world. So, you know, the football team itself reported back to the weight room Monday. Um, but, you know, a lot other a lot of other bigger things have happened, as we know, in this country, um, you know, w- w- with riots and protests and things like that. So not a lot of attention was really given back to, say, locally Nebraska hitting the weight room, high school players hitting the weight rooms, because naturally so. There's a lot of other things going on, Robin, and um, a number of these coaches have come out and um, for Nebraska and, and made statements of support, including Scott Frost and including Fred Hoiberg. Yeah, I mean, I think that's something that as the head coach of a collegiate sport, uh, specifically football and men's basketball, uh, I mean, that's something you have to do. Um, and, you know, Fred Hoiberg didn't waste any time in doing that. He put a pretty strong statement right out of the gates, um, you know, as soon as, uh, you know, this those issues were starting to flare up. And, um, you know, he, obviously he has connections to Minneapolis and, you know, that has that community is really close to his heart and you know when you're working with young black men you have to be sympathetic to issues that they're dealing with even if it might not necessarily directly impact you you have to have an understanding that these types of things are extremely important not only to your players but their families and people close to them and so you know fred obviously was right out of the gate scott frost followed up um you know with a with a nice john statement. cook, I john cook john and cook. amy williams you know and basically down the board um you know, nebraska's official twitter handle did too and so uh you know that's i think one of the things you have to do but uh I thought pretty much every one of those statements were really from the heart. And I think that that goes a long way in um, you know, building trust and, uh, you know, showing your players that you were there with them. I remember back, uh, you know, when during the hate will never win thing with Tim Miles, you know, Nebraska basketball was at the forefront of that thing. They had the, the warm up shirts that they wore before a game. And, you know, Tim Miles was out there actually attending a, a rally uh, that, that what event was that? It from? was, it was a, a kid on campus was making, you know, racist threats and uh, you know it was kind of threatening violence uh, like on UNL's campus and so uh, you know Nebraska was kind of at the forefront of that thing and I remember during that press conference that they had uh, I asked the players you know Evan Taylor and I think Glenn Watson were up there 
asked him you know, what that meant to them to have their coach. Even if it was, I mean, it's not like Tim was up there like holding signs and chanting. He was just there, and there was a picture taken with him. Uh, I think it was published in the DN, and just what that symbolized to them to have their head coach out there listening to uh, an extremely important issue to them. And they said it wasn't. Uh, they couldn't put it into words what that meant. And so even if it's just a, a Twitter post or um, you know having you know, specific meetings with your players showing empathy and support and sympathy for something that like I said uh, means a great deal to your players uh, is is something that's extremely important. Yeah, I, I totally agree with that. I, and it's they don't have to be the biggest activist in town or or on campus. Uh, but certainly they need to be aware. Be aware um, and they need to be supportive of of everybody on their team, especially at a place like Nebraska, where you're literally recruiting, you know, all 48 states, 50, 49 states, really. Uh, you've got kids from all every corner of the country, from every type of background, um, you know, and and I and I think that you really do need to let everybody know, especially those on your team and, and the kids in your locker room, that hey, uh, I support you, I, I empathize with you, I'm I'm listening to you. Um, you know, and, and I thought that Frost's statement was kind of different from a lot of others because he went kind of heavy on the religion side of things, um, you know, and, and um, you know, I'm not saying that's right or wrong or whatever, but I do think that showed that, you know, this wasn't like a, you know, this wasn't something that was drawn up in the sports media, you know, by somebody else and, and they threw it on his Twitter handle. But I, I do think that, um, that he was speaking from the heart when he when he made that post. You're listening here to the Husker Online Show. Sean Callahan, Robin Washett, Nate Klaus says um, the football team did get back into the weight room this week. Um, they were really the first in the country to do so because of the the main. And you'll hear more about this from Scott Frost here with clips throughout the show. But Nebraska began testing their players with the coronavirus uh, for the coronavirus as as early as May. Um, you know, right when they got back to town, so they've been able to you know go through the transition process of bringing guys back one by one, testing everybody, quarantine people. Uh, we do know there's been one positive test as well. Uh, we saw Iowa State um, has had a couple positives as they're bringing guys back in. Um, you know, and, and you heard Frost in the open say, you know, that was one of his concerns. Like, is it making sense to? transport millions of young people to and from places in the middle of this so now they have to be really really aware as they bring guys back how they process and nebraska's kind of created that process for the country of how to transition a team back and i told you guys off air this i think you'd rather kind of get these kinks out in june right now than have it happening in august or late july so um, we can all learn uh, from this in the sports world if we're going to have sports in the fall. Right. The biggest hurdle right now is just figuring out what you're dealing with as a team and uh, what your case number is going to be once everybody is finally back together again uh, in, in the same facility. And another example uh, that came out Wednesday uh, was Oklahoma State. You know, they announced that they tested over 150 staff members, administrators, and student athletes, and they had three asymptomatic uh, positive uh, results. So they expected, and everybody's going to expect there's going to be some positive cases. It's just a matter of identifying them, beginning the process of quarantining them and managing the situation. And I think just understanding just kind of what, what's on your plate is the first big step. And everything else from there, I think, will kind of uh, kind of fall into its own as, as you continue through it. Well, and, and I look at the football team as like a big family. You know, we, we're able to be kind of self-quarantined with our family and our homes and – 
not have to you know really practice social distancing or whatever so i mean i think the sooner you get all these guys back together um and you figure out who who who's positive who's not positive get everybody back healthy and then start to have them self-quarantine and, and kind of have them be one big giant family i think that that will help them in the fall moving forward with this whole deal you're listening here to the husker online show as a lot to talk about here uh, from my conversation, I had a, Steve Sipple, the General Star, was also in on it with Coach Frost. Um, we're going to hit on a lot of things on this show, guys. Uh, we're going to talk about J.D. Spielman, um, the qualification um, uh, of guys arrival to campus, Omar Manning being one of them, uh, just finding out the good news. Um, Henry Gray um, no longer on the team um, as, as he's put his name in the transfer portal. That happened Friday afternoon. Um, so there's a lot to discuss, and we're going to delve into some of those topics next. You're listening here to the Husker Online Show.